stocks, bonds, ETFs, straight out of downtown Chicago. This is Zach's Market Edge. Welcome to Zach's Market Edge, the podcast about investing in your life. I'm your host, Tracy Reinick, and this week I'm joined by Zach's account manager, Nico Yokosawa, to talk about what is apparently one of the hottest areas of investing. And I say that like with some skepticism, but apparently it is, and it's REITs. Those are, uh, that's the short name for real estate investment trusts. So I had no idea that this was going on, but I made this discovery (laughs) a few weeks ago because I had Nico on the show about lottery stocks. You can check out that podcast as well, because that's a good one too. And then all he wanted to talk about after we were done was REITs. And I was like, REITs? Who, who's into REITs, but you are. And oh, then yeah. it turns out I found all these other people here at Sachs who are too. So I'm the only one who's not into REITs because I don't own any of them, at, either in my portfolios here at Zach's or my own portfolios. But um, they are apparently super hot. And I had to go back and look to get the formal definition of what a REIT is, just to explain to everyone in case they're clueless like me and are like, oh, I kind of know what, you know, real estate investment trust is, but I don't pay any attention to them. But um, I consulted the Bible of investing, the Investopedia. And just so everyone knows, the REITs, the real estate investment trusts, are um, a provision that allows individual investors to buy shares in commercial real estate portfolios, and then you receive income from the properties as they generate the income to you. So that could be anything. It could be apartment complexes, data centers, healthcare facilities, hotels, infrastructure, and that could be even just like cell towers. Um, or energy pipelines, office buildings, retail centers like malls, self-storage, timberland warehouses, and they don't include one that I'm going to talk about later on on this list, but that's prisons. Prisons are in there. (laughs) You'd be surprised that they they covered all these weird weird situations. Yeah, we're going to get into some of those um, as we go along because there are some interesting property plays. So just so you know, the qualifications under the IRS to qualify for REIT, this is from Investopedia as well, is that it has to, um, requirements include to primarily own income generating real estate for the long term, and then you distribute the income to shareholders. Mm-hmm. So it has to be at least 70 75% of its total assets must be in real estate, cash, or U.S. treasuries. They have to get at least 75% of their gross income from real property rents interest on mortgage finance, financing the property or sales of real estate. And then they return a minimum of 90% of their taxable income to shareholders in the form of dividends. That's why we all like them, right? Yep, yep, for that that's... for that dividend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it like always sucks you in. Um, and some are, you know, pretty well, juicy, actually. And it's the requirement that they have to do it. Yeah. You know, if you're a public company, otherwise just paying regular dividends, it's they could stop it, lower it. Right. Um, but then they're directly tied to their income yeah, is going out is, to you. Right. Whatever's coming in has to go out to you. And one of the things I, I think we talked about after that last podcast and why people like REITs 
is because it is a way to own real estate mm-hmm. without actually having to buy your own. Obviously, yeah. most of us can't go around and buy like huge apartment buildings yeah. on yeah. our own or hotels. Yeah. And so this is a way to get into the property investing kind of game mm-hmm. without, you know, going with some huge amounts of money. Yeah, obviously. just don't need the capital. The yeah. Hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars. And also it's... It, really takes you away from the the management or maintenance costs right. of owning, owning real estate property. Right. That's the last uh, thing I want to do. I mean, sure, you can buy an apartment building um, here in Chicago and become a landlord and deal with all of that, but do you want to? Yeah, no. Even I just want to get paid can, out, can right? Be, you know, you I don't want to get, get the late one. Destroy, right. <laughs> destroys your mood for right. a while. I don't want to get the night. Yeah. I don't want to get those phone <laughs> calls late at night. Like, you know, my toilet is backed up or whatever yeah. or worse. I don't even know. And it's on you. You have to go, right? you know, you have to go fix it. Right. This way I'm just getting the benefits without all the pain. Now also Investopedia, I looked up this part too. So when you get those dividends, from a REIT, it is taxed as regular income. It's yeah. not considered like a capital gain. So that's one thing to keep in mind for the tax purposes of REITs too, um, because it's a little different than the other types of investments. Now, it all sounds like so glorious. Like, why wouldn't I want to do this and get the big dividend? Well, also remember that um, they're not considered as high of growth stocks, obviously. Yeah. And that's why you're getting just the income from the real estate coming in. But they're, for the most part, but not completely, but for the most part, aren't going to be growing, you know, their earnings side of the equation like 20% yeah. a year, year over year. It, it kind of makes sense if you're giving all your earnings back out to the, the right. investors. You don't really have much to reinvest back exactly. into it. Exactly. Yeah. So keep that in mind. And I looked up some of the stats. So the REITs year to date are up for the industry, 19.6%. That's what we have for Zach's. And I believe, let me see, there's 116 companies in the REIT industry on Zach's.com. So that's a pretty good selection there. So 19.6, that's up. That's uh, that's outperforming. Yeah, Yeah. it's a lot higher than I would have guessed. The S&P is up only like 13 in that time. Um, And then, but going out further, I looked and five years, the REIT industry is up 33.8%, but the S&P 500, they use the ETF as a comparison here, the IVV, it's up 61. So (laughs) you're almost doubled your, if you just bought the S&P 500 over that five-year time period. I don't think this includes the dividends though. Yeah, I don't think it does. So, and some of these, you're really going to get like really nice dividends. And if you reinvest... Um, you know, you could see quite a bit extra gain just off of that. So then the question is, how do you find these? (laughs) Because we do have 116 of them in our, just our ranking alone. And there's even more than that that are probably public out there. So it becomes a question of, you know, it seems like kind of overwhelming to find the, the good reads, I should say. And I do think that investors can use some of our tools to find the reads because that's what I did to prepare for this one. (laughs) I was like, okay, I don't know that I have a few reads that I have looked at over the years and things. I'm going to talk about one of them, but otherwise I'm, I'm pretty clueless about the, the reed situation. So I went to the industry and I just looked up like, who is number one? Who is a Zach's rank number one right now? Strong buy. And there were only two out of the 116. So that's pretty crazy that there's only two in there. Yeah. 
but um, it does allow me to narrow to those two. I'm going to tell them what they are in a second. I'm curious. Yeah. Um, and so you can use that. And then I did do the little, the cheat that you suggested when I asked you to do this podcast and that I did look at the top 10 stocks because oh, yeah. <laughs> in the Zach's top 10 portfolio that comes out in January, there is a read in there in the top 10. So, um, mm -hmm. and Shrazmian, who's our director of research here at Zach's runs that portfolio. And I'm like, well, he does, he does know what he's doing and picking those stocks. So there must be something good in that, in that read. So I did investigate like what was going on with that one. And I'm going to talk about yeah. that one too. Okay, I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that is a, that is a way because the, the REITs do show up in some of our portfolios here at Zach's for sure. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so if you are a subscriber or to the Zach's ultimate and you're getting like all the portfolios and you're interested in the REITs, you can uh, check out those and see, you know, which of the portfolios are buying them because yeah, I have seen some come through in the insider trader as well. Yeah, income investor as well. Or yeah. Think, yeah. Yes, for sure. You're going to find there. it in the dividend portfolio yep, yep. for sure. Okay. So let's talk about the one that's in the top 10 stocks because I did go immediately over there to f find out what that one was. And it's Omega Healthcare Investors ticker OHI. And what they do is skilled nursing facilities and assisted living in both the US and the UK. They've been paying an annual dividend since 2003. I found this all out on their yeah. investor site. <laughs> and they have over 900 operating facilities in the REIT. So this is one of the bigger ones. But they also pay out super nice dividends. 7.3% is the yield right now. Mm. PE is 11.9. So fairly cheap. A lot of the REITs tend to be on the cheaper side because, yeah. again, the growth just isn't there. Mm. And so you're not getting the you, – you're getting investors who don't want to overpay for that income. Yeah. So it's a little bit um, better PEs here. But I, I kind of like the healthcare side for the REITs. Because the baby boomer generation is so big and they are starting to having to go into these types of facilities, the assisted livings yeah. and, and whatnot. So that that was my same train of thought. I mean, I, I, I so I followed Shiraz in on this yeah. uh, back in January after uh, he picked it up. So you bought um, it? Yep. yep do you his, still own it? Uh, I do. Okay. Actually, so this is like a long term. Yeah, I, I, I mean, obviously, I actually, if you're getting the dividend, you want to. You're not day trading it. Yeah, I actually, <laughs> instead of my regular uh, investing account, I put it in my uh, Roth IRA. Okay. So I, I figured yeah. this will be one that I just have. In then there you don't pay any tax long, on that. Yep. Yep. So very okay. long term. When I saw it, looked at it, as you said, very high dividend uh, on the higher side at seven point three percent. Yeah. Um, I, I noticed that the you know the industry that they were in was the skilled healthcare and, yeah. and very much believe in that that's going to see the growth with yeah me too the ba the baby boomer so right uh, I trust Siraz it didn't really do too, too much versus the check mark check mark check mark yeah when I was in okay um, cool so so very happy with that one it was actually uh, right off the bat in the beginning of the year it had a, a skyrocketed up uh, I okay it was at, I got it in around thirty five went up to forty pretty fast wow. and now since you know the volatility recently yeah. it's come back down a little bit i think it's hovering around uh 36 uh 30. okay well yeah i think that's what we were seeing in those year to date the 19 percent return with yeah. the whole the whole industry they most likely did you know get sold off there at the end of 2018 so mm -hmm. some people saw some buying opportunities on the property side on real estate so um getting a little bit of boost here Okay, so what are the ones that are number ones? I had to look those up 
Um, okay, so the first one is Arbor Realty Trust. The ticker is ABR. They're on the smaller side. They have a market cap of just $1.5 billion. But um, I had to print out what they do because all these things are, you know, a little more complicated with the REITs. But they provide loan origination and servicing for multifamily, senior housing, healthcare, and other diverse commercial real estate assets. So they're in New York. So basically they provide the financing, it says. So a little bit different. Um, more on the financing side mm-hmm. than on the actual owning of the real estate. That's interesting. Yeah. But uh, dividend yields 7.9% right now. Ooh. So, yeah, that's pretty up there. And then the P is just 10.6. Uh, the second one is called Geo Group, and the ticker is GEO, GEO. And they're a little larger, market cap of two, $2.7 And this is the one that's the prisons. Okay. They do oh, cor- okay. <laughs> correctional <laughs> detention and residential treatment services to government agencies around the globe. Now, I realized as I was looking at that one, I was like, mm, there are some investors out there who won't want to own prisons. Yeah. So that's understandable. You are getting a dividend, which is yielding 8.7% right now. And the PE is 8.3. But yeah, there are some people who probably will be like, nah. Yeah, that's that's an interesting one. uh, Yeah. Because you definitely have, uh, you know, the people who are being more socially conscious. uh, Right. uh, On their investing decisions. I mean, because when you said the name first, Geo Group, I was thinking more maybe geology. Maybe they're on land and they're, they're leasing out to geologists or something like that. Um, just by word association, when you said prisons, I was like, oh, okay, that's yeah. an interesting name that, to come up with. <laughs> uh, maybe trying to hide it to the fact right. <laughs> on other investors themselves. Like, yeah, let's see the dividend they'll invest. Exactly. Um, and then another one that acts more like a growth stock. So this is a rare REIT, and this is the one I am most familiar with and have been for the last year or year and a half or so because it's a pot stock too. Oh. So this is an area that I do think we're going to see more REITs developing. Um, And this is one of the few so far, but as I said, I think more is going to come about because of just the nature of it that you have to grow the pot somewhere Mm -hmm. and that's like properly property related. So it's going to fit in the, in the REIT category. And this one is innovative industrial properties. Ticker is IIPR. They're, Still on the small cap side, 855 million market cap. They are actually a number four right now, but there's not a lot of analysts covering them. Big time earnings growth, which you normally don't see from many REITs. So they're expected to make $2.57 this year and then $4 next year. So huge earnings growth, but you are paying a price for it. The shares have soared because anything pot related and people discovered (laughs) that this one pays a dividend. Um, But PE is 33.9 right now. So it is acting much more like the growth stock, but it's got the earnings growth. And then dividend yield is on the lower end at 2.1% right now. But it's the only pot stock that I know is paying any kind of dividend. That's like a pure play pot stock. And what these guys do, they're in the United States, actually. So they're not a Canadian firm. They buy up buildings where people are 
uh, leasing from them for mar- medical marijuana. So in all the states that have legalized the medical use of the marijuana, mm-hmm. they're able to buy up the properties and then lease them out to people who are growing for the medical purposes. Okay. So that's where their income generates. In the last I checked, they were in 12 states, I think it was, or they had 12 facilities. So they are on the small side, but they keep Sounds adding... Like um, whenever some of the states legalize, <laughs> get, so, right, get right on in. There. Yeah, you yeah, they don't, they don't hesitate. So this could be like a rare growth play on the REIT side. Uh, it's interesting. You could you see that it's you know relative to the other REITs as IRPE. Yeah, uh, just like as you see with regular pure play kind of pot stocks, right? IRPEs are. Astronomically high if they even to, have one, at least yeah, these guys have true, one because they true. actually are generating earnings, yes, <laughs> and they're paying it back out to the shareholders. So, yeah, um, that's kind of an interesting one if you're looking for something that's acting more like a growth stock. But mm-hmm. if you look at that stock chart, you'll be like, oh, yeah, that's acting more like a growth stock because it's been pretty crazy over the last year on yeah. that one, and it, it's pretty volatile. It probably still will be for, oh, yeah, for, for the near at least near term future. Yeah. So that's a little more risky one. And then I took a look at uh, some of the insiders have been buying in a few of the REITs. And so I took a look at one of the ones that an insider has been buying just out of curiosity, like why this one? And it's, I'm going to say this wrong probably, but I'm going for it anyways. It's Macaric, I think. Mm-hmm. MAC is the ticker. Okay. Um, they have market cap of $6 billion, so they're pretty big. But the CEO just bought some shares at, after the stock has now plunged down to near the 52-week low. So that kind of not surprising because that's when the insiders tend to go in there yeah. when the stock is having some issues and they're like, oh, this is a deal. This is way too low. So the dividend yield on this one is 7.5% and oh, the like PE that. is 113 So yeah, but I had investigated a little further. What do they do? What is this read in? Why is it near the 52-week low? And it's because they own major retail real estate, uh, like malls, trophy properties, they call it on their website. But I had to print out like what they did for this last quarter because they just reported on May 2nd. And they are saying, um, I'm quoting here, while 2019 started with a heavy volume of retailer bankruptcies, all of which we had anticipated, the leasing environment for backfill of these vacancies is strong, and the sales productivity and attractiveness of our portfolio continues to improve. We remain extremely enthused about the redevelopment opportunities at many of our best properties. There is extensive demand for our better situated Sears real estate. The redevelopment of those Sears boxes plus Scottsdale Fashion Square, Fashion District of Philadelphia, One West Side, and Los Angeles Premium Outlets provides us with great opportunities to add significant value and diversified uses to our high-quality real estate. Now, one of those, the One West Side, I noticed also this was in their earnings, is um, they're redoing this whole mall or something, I guess it is. Oh, it's a joint venture in One West Side. The entirety of the mall or no, it's going to be a creative office campus in West Los Angeles will be occupied by Google. And then it does say one West side shuttered most of its retail operations. So yeah, maybe it was a mall location and now Google is taking over. Reconverting. Yeah. And they're going to build like their campus there because as we know, a lot of these malls take up a lot of like acreage, they're huge Mm -hmm. spots. So if they can find another use for it, 
that's what they're doing now. Yeah. So this Make is smart. Money. Yeah. Um, because there, there definitely are. And then I do like the fact that premium outlets, those have been performing a lot better on the retail side, uh, a little bit shaky in the last year. Some of the tourists, tourism has declined and surprisingly at the outlet malls, people travel to the United States just to go shopping. Really? Yeah. So they'll fly in, um, like here in Chicago, they'll fly in and then there's that new premium outlet mall. It's only a couple of years old out there by the airport now. But in the past, they used to literally get on buses and go up to the one near the Wisconsin border up there. Wow. And then there's a one further out in the western suburbs, but it's like a good hour drive out there. So now they have one right near the airport. You can just check into your Fly hotel, like right there. <laughs> yeah, you can, drop. you can. Yes, just take an Uber right over there, and then then you can leave. Um, so wow. yeah, that was a big thing, but then some of the currency issues came into play and then some of the tourists, we, there was a reduction in the, in the tourists coming into the country in the last couple of years. So okay. that hit them a little bit, but that should, that won't always be the same. I don't know if this might, might be related to, to how their, their future outlook is going, but I, I do remember seeing an article here not too long ago that Amazon was actually picking up, uh, larger retail spaces that have been having trouble. Um, for so the Amazon goes, maybe that or, you know, or I, the bookstore, I, I, they I have a couple different retail and for Whole Foods, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I, or just maybe even storage, you know, yeah. warehouse facilities where they, they, yeah. they can take over like, oh, this building's already here. It's already for designed sure. to hold, you know, right. inventory so we can pump all our inventory in here and yeah. have a bigger presence in this area again. Yeah. Uh, and you know, not only that they're, they're getting in when these places are failing. So they're going to get them on, on a really nice low price. And then uh, be able to build them back up uh, to their own design. Yeah. Now, how else do you go about finding the REITs that you invest in? Are you in more than just OHI then? Uh, no, OHI That's is the, the only, only one, one I'm, okay. I'm in right now. Um, but personal preference wise, you know, what I do like to look out for is, you know, because of the type of investment they are, they're more passive income. I, yeah. I do generally look for higher dividend paying REITs. Okay. Um, you know, I was going through a couple of them here. I, I would like to have it either, you know, four and a half, five percent or higher. Okay. Um, and then a, another thing that I like to look at this, this strategy I learned uh, a couple of months ago is that you buy REITs that pay on offsetting schedules throughout the year. Okay. So you can have a REIT that pays in, you know, uh, January, uh, April, uh, July, and October. Uh, and then you have one that pays in February, uh, May, uh, August. And I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to add the three. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know yes. they're offsetting dividends uh, months. So okay. you have passive income coming, coming in, in every single month. Okay. Um, and then this, I actually, I, I, when I was doing more research uh, for this podcast, I, uh, I was seeing that there's actually some uh, REITs out there that pay dividends every month. Okay. Um, so if you're looking for something that like that, where you never had to worry about what the schedule is, um, I found two of them here. Uh, it was LTC Properties. Um, is LTC is the ticker and actually stands for long-term care. So like OHI, okay. um, it's a health care REIT. Um, so that was, that's one that I kind of put my eye on there. And they actually have a, uh, when I looked it up earlier today, a 4.93% uh, dividend. Uh, consequently, what, what, what put me put my hold on that is right now they're as X rank 4. Okay. Uh, so maybe do a little bit more, more research. Uh, but that's one I just found this morning. And then another one that was kind of similar to your um, 
the pot stock one, the the IIPR that, yeah. that's selling uh, land is this Glanstowed Land Corporation, and they acquire and lease farmland to corporate and independent farmers. Oh, um, what's I, the ticker on that one? Uh, it's land, L A N D. Oh yeah, I think I've heard of it. And uh, it was interesting when I, I saw a small little uh, investing video on that, and uh, if you're if you kind of had the same kind of thought process. Um, Michael Burry, uh, not sure from the, the the Big Short for uh, people who've seen the movie, uh, predicted that you know the 08 uh, stock market crash. Um, recently, a couple of years ago, started investing heavily in farmland as well, uh, okay. as, as he believes you know that's where there's going to be uh, a big crunch. I know he's a big believer in investing in uh, water as well. Um, so he, he's kind of going the doom and gloom, like, you know, <laughs> we're, we're going to have scarcity in food, yeah. scarcity in water. Um, but, you know, if, if that's, the, the, you know, his thought process there that you definitely see an appreciation or a premium uh, on being able to have the actual land and own it. So what is it about REITs that you really like? Is it is it really just getting that dividend? Yeah, I, I, I think it's, it's fun. It's, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it's more of a because um, as you said, to, to to be a read, they have to pay it out. Yeah. There, there's no holding it back from the investors. You're you're gonna get that 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 guaranteed uh, income back um, from from what's being generated. Um, and so instead of you know to balance out maybe some more riskier plays, you know, yeah, yeah, growth yeah. stocks, yeah, momentum ones, um, to have something that's that's always bringing something a little bit in that you have on your back. Uh, that's kind of the the comforting feeling of that. I like. Okay. Um, you know, like I said, when you when you have a seven percent, eight percent REIT, right? You know, you, you can get that full return. I mean, it's going to be years, but you yeah, know, maybe twelve, thirteen years, you have your full investment back. Yeah. Um. So so definitely get the appealing on that side. Okay. Yeah, I like the dividends too, but for whatever reason, I just have never bought the REITs. But now I'm thinking yeah. about it after you know <laughs> doing this episode for sure, because yeah. you look at it and you're like, "Wow, seven percent! That's like pretty impressive." And it's just a good way to diversify. You know, it, it's it's not really investing into a company as more as like you you start investing right. into real estate. So yes. you start thinking about it's an alternative investment to your your portfolio. Yeah. Um, so, so you know, just as as a nice rule, be able to diversify there. Yeah. Um, and what was interesting is that I also saw that there are REIT ETFs. There so, are. So. And I saw that too. And I was like, man, I'm not going to go into those for this episode. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll just have Nina come on and explain to me the best ones of those too. But yeah, and then you're getting even a bigger collection mm. of the real estate type yeah. of exposure. Oh, so. Yeah. That might be the way to go for a lot of people who just want to have like, you know, some diversification in there and then they don't want to just have like one or two stocks. That's why we all love the ETFs mm -hmm. because it does allow a little bit more um, backstop in case something happens at one of the companies in there. The whole thing doesn't, you know, blow up normally. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that that might be the way to go, especially, well, I don't think there is a pot, a pot REIT yet. There's barely any – there's any – only a couple that one REIT that I know yeah. of in there. There's no ETF for it yet, though. But like I said, there's a lot of going on, yeah, 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 in these industries. So um, it's always good to keep an eye on everything. So yeah, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have Nina, our ETF specialist, come back on to talk about the the ETF side of the REIT picture. But yeah, like this is a lot of good good examples. I feel, but use the Zach's rank. That's how. You can at least start your research mm -hmm. because it's never hurts like I just did to look at the ones and the twos 
and yeah. see what's going on. I'm definitely going to take a look at the the two number ones. Uh, yeah, you, you brought up here. I haven't heard of them uh, before uh, yeah. myself, but you know the them being a number one right now, and then both of them, one at seven point nine and the other one at eight point seven, very attractive yeah. uh, to me. Yeah. Okay, so this was our first episode on REITs. Thank you for coming on. Oh yeah, absolutely. I would not have done this. I think someone else actually wrote in and asked me, can you cover REITs? See, this is why it's one of the hottest areas. But I'm like, me, REITs, eh. But now I'm kind <laughs> of into it too. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I should be more into this. Okay, so let's recap some of the tickers here. We had Omega Healthcare Investors. That's the assisted living one. That's OHI we had um, the two number ones are Arbor Realty Trust, ABR, Geo Group, that's the prisons, GEO. Then we had the POT REIT, in Innovative Industrial Properties, IIPR, the one for the retail with the malls and the outlet mall, the premium outlet malls and all of that is Macaric. I'm probably saying that completely wrong. MAC, that's all you need to know really is the ticker. Then we talked about LTC properties. That's the long-term care, which is ticker LTC. And then what's the name of the land? Uh, Gladstone Land Corporation. Okay. But just remember the ticker L-A-N-D. That's easier to remember. (laughs) But that's for the farmers, and that's the one that Michael Burry was investing in. So, yeah. Well, I don't know if it was that specific. But he's doing Re- farm. But he, okay, he, he, so he, yeah, he, he take likes, that back. Yeah. <laughs> um, he might not be in that one, but this is a way to mirror what he's been investing yeah, yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, his, his okay. thought process. Yeah, his thing about the farming. Uh, but yeah, with the recent um, bursting through of the hemp, the changes in the hemp rules, a lot of people growing hemp now too. I wouldn't be surprised if we see some hemp REITs coming as well out there for the the farmland. So that's a good little uh, number of choices here. And as always, I aim to bring you some stock picks every week on this show. And this is one of the hottest areas on the REITs. So you don't want to miss a single episode. Be sure to subscribe to get the market edge. You can get us on Apple Podcasts and we are now on Spotify. And I know some of you are tuning in over there and you can also get us on soundcloud where you're going to get two for one you get the market edge plus the value investor if you really want to get a lot of stock picks subscribe over there and you'll get two for one but get us somewhere so you don't miss a single episode and i'll see you again next week with some more stocks this material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identified described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.